and he was confined to his mats. He lied on there for many years. But he had four friends. That's the right way around, isn't it? Had four friends who picked up his mat and carried him uh, to Jesus. The problem was that the house that they took him to was full up. So they decided to take him on the roof. Only the roof in that day was a bit flatter than ours today. And so they took him up the steps by the house. They walked to the top of the house. And then they dug a hole in the roof of the house. They made that hole. And then they lowered him on the mat down using ropes. As they lowered him down, Jesus saw this man and he had compassion on him. And he said to him, be healed. And so no longer was the man on his mat. Instead, he stood up and he folded up his mat and he went home. There we go. So kids, you're going to make one of these now if you'd like to. So there's a table at the back with all the craft activities to do that. And then at the end of the service, um, we'll get you guys up the front to help us understand something of that story as well. While I just talk to the adults now. A um, number of weeks ago, <clears throat> I, um, I and the family were coming back from Devon, and uh, some of you will be aware of this already, and we had a car accident. Uh, we were on the M5 in the third lane, car in front of us stopped abruptly, we had to stop abruptly, car shunted into the back of us, pushed us into the next car. And so I was left in that very frustrating place where I spent a lot of time to get a car, good value for money, with good spec. I had to go through all that process again without having a car, so we had to get it as promptly as we could. And uh, I'm the kind of person that likes to get things sorted early. And so I kept looking and looking, tried a number of cars, didn't quite fit the bill, and it got to less than a week before we were going to go away to New Wine and then go on holiday. And my parents had just replaced their car, so very kindly... Um, gave us their old car. Uh, the only problem was that it would only get five people in it. So we had the choice of either leaving a child behind <laughs> or all staying, um, uh, staying at home. And uh, I just, a few weeks ago, I was just walking around the park and I was praying about this. I said, Lord, please can you provide us with a car? And I just sensed God say, Josh, I've got it. Don't worry about it. I've got it sorted for you. And uh, still, I can't say that all my kind of concern about getting a car went away because it didn't. But I did have this to hang on to, that God had my back and that he was going to sort it for us. And uh, actually, a week ago today, was it a week ago today? It was two weeks ago today. um, I traveled down to London having uh, seen a car on the Auto Trader, um, test drove it. It was interesting trying to test drive in London, trying to get the speed up, get the revs up so you can check the engine. We managed it. And uh, I... I, uh, hastily add within the speed limit as well um, and uh, test drive it and drove home with it and got it uh, probably about uh, £2,000 under market value it was the car we wanted God had provided for us in an amazing way and I guess that's what I want to start with this morning is that God is a good God he loves us he has saved us in the big story of his salvation but he's also interested in our day-to-day lives. He's concerned about us. He's concerned about our physical and practical needs. And this morning, the interesting thing that I want us to really draw out this morning, because this year we've been talking about drawing near to God, haven't we? And we're particularly laying emphasis on us as individuals taking that step towards God. 
And of course, that's really important. But the thing that really interests me about the story this morning is it's not so much about an individual taking that step to draw near to God. It's about four friends that enable their friend to take a step towards God, to be healed, and even more importantly, I'd say, to experience the salvation from Jesus. And so this morning, I want to ask us the question, how are we helping others draw near to God? The friends, they picked up the stretcher. You know, it's not easy to pick up a stretcher. It's heavy work, let alone to lift it onto a roof, let alone to experience um, the wrath of the house owner, potentially, of digging through the roof and lowering down their friend. But also the faith and the risk they took, they believed that Jesus could heal him. Um, But they didn't know that it was definitely going to happen, but they had the faith to believe that Jesus could. They took that faith for their friend. And so my question for us is, um, how are we doing that for our friends and the people close to us? And it may not be as dramatic as that story, but nonetheless, how are we helping others to draw near to God? Now, as I ask you that question, some of you are thinking, oh, I'm not sure I do that, but I bet you do in some way. You know, just take this morning as an example. You know, all of us have a part to play as we draw near to God. You know, we've got the, the obvious ministries, worship and leading and preaching. Uh, we've got other ministries that are really important as well. We've got coffee, we've got PA, we've got the stewards, we've got Connect Team, we've got those who help with our children's work, many other things as well. I'm not going to list them all because otherwise I'll probably li- list, uh, mo- uh, leave one out. But the, the point is all of us have a part to contribute in this. And if you don't have a specific role, you actually have something to contribute as well. You know, none of us just come as uh, spectators, all of us have a part to play in our worship this morning. And it's actually as we all contribute that gift that we all build one another up in the body of Christ. And uh, also during the week in the life of the church, but also in our workplaces, we have a part to play, don't we, of helping others to draw near to God. You know, some of you will be part of small groups where there's a real intentional sense of sharing together and building up each other up uh, in the faith. Many of you will be in working situations where you have an opportunity to share something of the love of God. And as we heard three or four weeks ago from Emma, Emma Garnett, she was saying how just simply saying, I've been to church this weekend, opened up a conversation for her to share with some friends about something of her faith. And so there's something there for all of us that we have a role and a call to help others draw near to God. And what's God's heart for us? Well, God's ultimate heart for all of us is for all of us to experience complete wholeness in him. And of course, that will only be fully realized when we go to heaven one day. But we can partake in something of that um, today and in the years to come before we go to be with him forever. And uh, this morning, I just want to specifically open up the opportunity. Some of us have been to New Wine, as I've shared already, and the, the theme, particularly in the morning sessions, has been around healing, you know, really inviting God's presence to see his healing work. And uh, the chap who was, uh, who was speaking, um, Jordan Seng, he was talking and sharing about testimonies of stories of people being healed. And it was fantastic to hear those. And uh, a couple of us here this morning have experienced some of that healing um, at New Wine. And so I just want to share personally um, some of that healing I, I experienced uh, some of you will have, have known that through that car accident I spoke about earlier um, that I had a, a back injury and because uh, we, we, we got hit in the back and then shunted into the next car and jolted my back. 
And so um, had an appointment and then, then been having some physiotherapy. Uh, then we went away to New Wine and uh, my back was in agony, actually, when we were sat down in the main meetings, um, sitting for a long time wasn't helpful for my back, but I was sat there listening, even to the point that um, I borrowed Ali's handbag and wrapped it in my jumper and placed it behind my back to try and ease the pain. Highly rec- recommend it, actually, a, a handbag wrapped in a jumper. Um, but anyway, that's by the by. And um, I, just, I just sensed, actually, in that meeting, when it came to the end, um, just to go forward for prayer. So I walked forward for prayer up to the front, up to the front stage, um, many other people up there as well. And uh, this guy prayed for me. He was actually one of the people that came with this guy on the team. And so, you know, I think, I think he probably had uh, quite a lot of experience in healing. And he prayed for me, so I was waiting and uh, he prayed for me, and then he said to me, Josh, uh, do, do, do you feel any difference? And I opened my eyes, and I kind of bent my back a bit. I said, actually, no, no, I don't. There was one part of me who wanted to say, yes, I do, just to make him feel good. But actually, I thought, I need to be honest here. And so I said, very honestly, you know, actually, I don't, I don't feel any difference. And he said, well, I'm just going to keep praying. And so he kept praying. He prayed a couple of times, and I didn't feel any difference. So I still, still, had, my, still had my back pain, walked away thinking, oh, you know, okay, Lord, it's lovely to meet with you, but, you know, um, didn't heal my back. And uh, then the next day, um, again, uh, Jordan invited people at the end just to stand up, particularly for healing. And, uh, and I stood up, and uh, the St. James crew gathered around me. Uh, they laid hands on me. They prayed for my back. And uh, I, I felt a shift in my back. That's the, probably the best way to explain it. I felt a shift. And it's, it, with a back injury, it's quite hard to define because sometimes when you move, the level of pain changes. Those of you who've had a back injury, does that resonate? Yes. Yeah, so sometimes you've been sat or laid down, and then you move. Actually, the pain changes a bit. So I didn't want to say, oh, yes, I've been healed straight away. I wanted to measure it and make sure that I was giving credit to the Lord and not saying something that then would be undermining um, his credibility. Not that he can be undermined, but you hear what I'm saying. And so I gave it a few days, and I kept saying, some of you at New Wine probably remember me saying a couple of times, I think the Lord might have healed my back. Um, but I, I, I know for sure now, because I spent uh, all of, I think it was uh, Friday, packing up our awning, carrying boxes, loading them to the car, which I hadn't been able to do uh, the previous week. Ali and others very kindly gathered around and did all that. Um, and I can say this morning that God has healed my back, and, and I praise him for that, that he has done that. And that's his work, and working through other people from here, from the church here at St. James. So praise God for that. That was a team effort. And God worked through us, much like that example of the paralyzed man who uh, was broken. You know, he'd been on his mat for so many years. His friends grabbed and said, we're getting you to Jesus. We're going to take you to Jesus. And he experienced the healing of God. And so two questions to leave us with. The first one is, have you got something this morning that you need to see healing in for yourself? Uh, it may be something physical. It may be something you've had for many, many years. And maybe you've been up before to ask for prayer and nothing's happened. And maybe you've got a little bit disheartened by that. And um, I, I, I understand that to an extent. Um, you know, you know, know Ali uh, with her hearing difficulties and we've kept praying for that. So nothing's happened yet, but we're going to keep praying for that. Um, but, but we want to pray for you this morning if that's the case. Maybe for some of you it's just a recent thing that's come up. We'd love to pray for you. And so that's the first question. The second question for us this morning is, the first one is, is there anything for you that you need healing in, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual? The second thing, um, is there someone that you can bring to Jesus? And that may be this morning, 
uh, but it may be in your workplace or a friend somewhere, is there someone that you can bring to Jesus? Notice that those four friends, they didn't actually heal Jesus themselves, did they? They didn't actually do the work. They brought their friend to Jesus. And so is there someone in your life that you can bring to Jesus to help that person draw near to God?